0: Welcome to Daring Creating Refuge. This is an update during the COVID 19 pandemic 2021, March. So, in my interactions with the world outside of my apartment, I became Exposed to COVID 19 through someone who did not share their status or their high risk status due to carelessness and um, most likely invincibility, um, it's not going to happen to me uh, types of thinking. And it sent me in a bit of a spiral um, in that it resurfaced some wounds that I have as a survivor of the HIV AIDS epidemic and seeing many of those who were close to me succumb um, to becoming HIV positive before such medications as PrEP became widely available. So like a lost generation of folks um, who are queer identified or even straight or injection drug users who succumb to HIV AIDS. So That was really difficult for me to um, deal with. So as a preventative measure, I stayed home. So many of you who have been listening to me know that I've started a skate night at Lake Merritt here in Oakland. And um, as a responsible measure, me not knowing my status and being exposed to this person who, um, after the fact revealed that they were COVID positive, I stayed home, um, for a couple days. Um, and this resurfaced a lot of, uh, emotions in terms of isolation, um, loneliness, um, being forgotten, um, And I fell back into habits that I used to engage in, um, which is uh, creativity. So I started producing some music um, once I heard of um, this possible transmission. I also um, started to read a lot, so I have a lot of uh, quote-unquote self-help books, and I found that reading these are very triggering because most of the books are about trauma and uh, childhood, um, wounded child syndrome, uh, paranormal, etc., and so what this allowed me to do was really kind of engage in um, sleep, which is a form of self-care. And then I slept for just many hours, um, not just napping, but prolonged periods of sleep. So from like eight o'clock at night till six o'clock in the morning, that is considered a really long sleep for me, even though I periodically get up because I could only sleep in four hour shifts, um, and take a bathroom break and go back to bed with ease. Um, and, uh, through this experience, I've noticed how much I really need human interaction. I need to be around a supportive group of people, um, Institutions have really failed me. Um, Those that are in existence um, have been exposed for uh, not really having a safety net. So our government, for example, here in the United States, its inability to update its unemployment system, its disability system, its um, medical systems, there's so many people thronging through the clacks. And so I couldn't help but hold that during this phase. Um, a lot of anger arose in, um, the ineptitude of our systems in general. And, um, it's something that I, uh, hold a lot, um, My previous workplace at the Meditation Center had a very uh, rosy, if you will, mission statement in terms of how they uh, center uh, marginalized communities, such as people who are queer identified, people who are black, indigenous or a person of color, uh, folks with disabilities. and all the intersections that lie therein. Um, and these mission statements to me have become very, very empty and have, um, in my sense, upheld the status quo. Um, with that, um, I'm holding a lot of resentment, um, in that I've devoted about six years of my life a tremendous amount of energy and time with the said organization only to be really kind of cast off and one of my fellow uh, community members said it's like a death by a thousand cuts and what it really is is to put it quite frankly just as many of us as individuals are trying to survive this pandemic institutions are trying to to survive as well and that really kind of um, reveals um, hidden uh, characteristics of not really uh, caring about the individual in favor of survival of the organization or institution and i believe um that many of you listening who have children or listening who are in um any type of education you may also be feeling this in terms of the alienation that getting one's education online brings via um, applications like zoom um so this uh expectation to zoom now for work, the expectation to zoom for education, the expectation to zoom meditating, to do yoga, etc. is just so foreign and alien to many of us um and it also feels um like a form of resentment in that many of those of us who identify as uh, disabled, be it uh, mental health disabilities or physical disabilities who had previously relied on the internet for our survival, are now seeing um, the main populace being dependent on that. So it kind of brings up kind of vindictive feelings of, I told you so, now you know what it feels like. Um, Me, being a black sheep, I always um, veer from the herd, and so my reaction towards this digitalization of our lives on the internet and our phones have been just to reconnect with nature and, um, humans, um, resist dehumanization. So with that, uh, there's this concept of weaving in, um, as one of my former teachers told me, our natural practices of reconnecting with the earth and also weaving in the digital, um, stuff like phones and computers, applications so with that I'm um I'm struggling to find the balance so I do spend time on Instagram mostly um I'm don't really check my email as much because it's triggering it puts me in the spiral of getting things done I've also applied for an appeal to unemployment that should resolve my disqualifications because I was previously disabled for a year. Um, I access feelings of gratitude, um, and that I'm not COVID positive and that I have a roof over my head. I'm able to live alone in the Bay area. Um, I'm holding, um, Grief in terms of the disintegration of my marriage, and that I've now been without my spouse for four years, which is longer than we were married. Um, and also holding forgiveness for the life that we shared that wasn't. Ideal in terms of one's first marriage. um, And um, just really holding that loneliness, um, the pain, um, wanting to reintegrate into society as I have been for the last seven odd years and making such strides and growing a community of almost a thousand people now in the roller skating community that follow us and at times attend our events not that a thousand people show up um but occasionally you know we have a good number of people in a wide open space um and having that temporarily taken from me because of exposure to covid um not due to my own carelessness I'm always wearing a mask but due to someone else being positive and and uh, putting others at risk and trying to hold compassion for that person in, in light that they were probably trying to be accepted trying to be cool um, maybe holding some of the same uh, feelings I am so with that How does one continue to survive during this pandemic? And some have said that I've been thriving. Um, So there's these, uh, I guess you can say, linear approaches to healing. And after the point of survival uh, mode, there is thriving. I'm not a big fan fan of the word thriving in that it brings up uh, some words that um, health organizations use like Kaiser Permanente, um, they say thrive, let's thrive or whatever. Um, and what does thriving mean in a capitalist society, thriving means producing, Thriving means making money. Um, Thriving means uh, being the best you can be and um, maximizing one's potential. It all means work to me. So instead of thriving, I tend to use the word resourcefulness. So if you are remaining in your living space the roof over your head Um, wherever it may be maybe it's in a car Uh, maybe you're traveling bouncing from house to house on a couch that's resourcefulness if you don't have food um, and i'm finding it hard to even purchase food and stack debt so I go to a food pantry now that is resourcefulness if you have money saved enough to pay rent um and uh and have not say dipped into retirement if you have it or ask for monetary help from others that is resourcefulness um So yeah, um, if thriving um, seems very ridiculous to you, to use as a word, switch it to resourcefulness. What are the resources that you are accessing during this pandemic? Um, The other thing that I'm holding is also resentment in regards to um, political happenings across this country um, and that just because we have a Democrat in office many of those who are left leaning have um, basically been exposed as just being anti-Trump and not really pro-humanity so folks falling back on their politicians to do the dirty work for them um, and many of us who have, who are listening, uh, regardless if you identify as a Democrat, Republican, Independent, Green Party, whatever you may be, um, may be also holding some of those feelings. Um, the ineptitude of our politicians to solve our problems beyond just uh, rhetoric and legislation that takes years to get pushed through um, the House and Congress. Um, And what does this mean in the larger sense of things in terms of astrology? Um, So we are now in the age of Aquarius. I'm an Aquarius. I just celebrated my 47th birthday. The age of of Aquarius uh, is marked with extreme change. And through this pandemic, it has revealed how inept our systems and safety nets are all across the board. It's also revealed our uh, society or our global um, reliance on material uh, items and goods. Um, And it has forced a lot of us to really let go of material things in terms of what matters, our life, um, our skill sets, our beliefs and values. um, So this can be a very scary time for many of us. And uh, for those of us who are, if you believe in astrology, Um, Aquarians, you may notice that maybe some of the uh, far out ideas that you hold are now being accepted. Um, Maybe you feel vindicated. I do. Um, Maybe you're popular all of a sudden. Um, I have so many acquaintances now that I consider friendly and my friends mostly younger than I um, I don't have any romantic bonds, of course. However, this is the first time in my life where I actually feel valued. Um, and it ha- happens to be during a pandemic. Um, and also in terms of work, um, how does one navigate work during COVID? And, uh, I had an interview, um, that reached the second level. Um, the second interview didn't get to the third level, and um, I thought it went well. However, in the second interview, the first question was regarding my um, my education. I have a doctorate, a PhD. And this person who was non-white identifying just basically cut me to pieces and saying, what the hell am I doing applying for this job? As if I'm not supposed to apply for the job and I'm supposed to go for six-figure jobs, etc. Which was really hurtful. And um, I'm still holding that as a slight traumatic experience. Um, People's expectations being placed upon others. And I think this is really important, um, for those of us, um, living with trauma or complex trauma is that other people's expectations of us can really trigger us into, um, helplessness. And I have, um, dealt with this by by um, intellectualizing a little bit, so analyzing in my mind the reasons why someone would have such expectations in me, and a lot of them have to do with the expectations of our society at large to produce um, expectations of our spouse, of our partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, what have you, expectations placed upon gender all that and um, and it's really hard to hold a lot of that because it brings up the issues of uh, the status quo what is um, what is say inequity that hasn't been um, challenged so with that um I did get my result back, I am negative, and the first impulse, um, when I got my negative result was, great, now I could be around people again, um, I could reinsert myself into the skate community and, and be the leader that I am, and also, um, the leader that I'm not, um, and just have fun, um, and at the same time, protecting myself and others from protector, uh, potential exposure. Ah, so that's a lot, right? Um, so this has been, um, Darren creating refuge COVID update number four. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, I appreciate your listenership. Um, in the future, I'm thinking about, um, having a link, um, for those of you who appreciate this work to, uh, financially support me, whatever amount is fine. I've been doing this now for almost, uh three years on Anchor, and, uh, I have also, um, had a blog before, uh, these, this Anchor podcast, um, entitled CPTSD and Me, um, and, um, this was uh, during a time when not many, um, trauma-related resources were available, Um, So pre-COVID-19 and and using the digital world and the online world and the app world to produce resources for those of us coping and um, living with trauma and complex trauma. And so how do we grow during this time? And a lot of it, I found is rooted in compassion for the self. Uh, Breathing may be hard for you. Um, Mindfulness may be hard when the mind is racing. So I'd like to offer some meta to the listeners who are listening to this podcast. May you be happy and peaceful may you be safe and protected from mental, physical and emotional harm may you be healthy and strong to the best of your abilities and may you experience joy, ease and well-being in this lifetime May it be so. This has been Darren Creating Refuge, broadcasting from East Oakland, California. Thanking you for listening.